0: You're listening to Bell, Book, and Candle with Mella Borowski. Thoughts from a Southern Witch. Shoulda studied witchcraft, shoulda learned to ride a broom, so me and my black cat could fly through the skies underneath the moon. Hey y'all, it's Mella at Bell, Book, and Candle. We're concluding our month focused on sleep magic and dreams with an episode all about nightmares, night terrors, and things that go bump in the night. We talked earlier this month about symbolism and interpreting your dreams through these symbols. While nightmares can be terrifying, we want to approach them the same way. We wanna figure out what our subconscious or maybe even a higher source is trying to teach us or tell us about our waking life. There's some other reasons for nightmares as well, and we'll talk about that. And be sure to journal about your nightmares just like you would about your dreams, and even uncomfortable dreams. You wanna write down the emotions, the thoughts, the symbols, even the colors and the sounds. And nightmares can come from our subconscious trying to work through issues or fears, even repressed memories. And it can even come from your physical body's circumstances like heartburn or indigestion from eating something that messed with your stomach the night before, or even other issues in your physical body. It's sometimes difficult to work through a nightmare because more often than not, they really aren't terrifying and all we want to do is just forget about it it's really interesting that the word mare in old english is referring to a, a demon that sits on your chest so a nightmare can be seen as a night demon a lot of people experience nightmares that actually feel like or look like a demon is sitting on their chest or holding them down i've had those types of dreams There's so much lore and legend about gods and goddesses, witches, and hags, and creatures that go bump in the night using nightmares to harass people. So I'm not saying that that doesn't happen. I fully believe that a nightmare could happen because of a psychic attack of some sort. Have you ever been ridden by a boo hag? Here in the low country of South Carolina, there's a of belief that when someone dies, if they aren't good enough to go on up to heaven, it stays behind and becomes what's called a boo hag. Boo hags are skinless creatures, red, raw meat, vampiric creatures that creep about, slipping into your house at night, and then it sits on your chest and sucks the air right out of your lungs, like a heavy pressure on your chest at night, putting you into a deep dream state. And before you say, well, my house is locked up tight. They don't need hardly any space at all to get in. Could be a keyhole, mouse hole, little crack, little crevice. That's an invitation to a boo hag, y'all. And if that isn't bad enough, comes in and sips your breath right from you. And then it might even slip into your skin and go about town all night long wearing your skin, only bringing it back right before you wake up. And when you wake up, boy, do you feel exhausted like you didn't get any sleep the night before. You feel weak. Does that sound familiar to anyone? Perhaps you have been ridden by a boo hag. You can protect yourself from boo hags by putting a bristly broom at the foot of your bed. It keeps the boo hag busy because it's compelled to count the number of bristles on the broom. And it's so interested in getting on your chest that it keeps losing its count. If you do this three nights, it will leave. And as they say here in South Carolina, don't let the boo hag ride you. trick of getting rid of a boo hag is good for protection from a lot of different creatures and spirits i keep a broom turned upside down at my front door for protection so let's change topics slightly and talk about night terrors now night terrors aren't exactly nightmares although they do happen while you're sleeping and children aren't the only ones that experience night terrors by the way adults can too and what's the difference Night terrors aren't actually dreams. They usually occur during non-REM or non-dreaming sleep. And they're not usually accompanied by actual images like a dream. Nightmares occur during REM sleep. They're usually accompanied by some sort of visuals, even if you can't remember everything. When someone wakes up from a night terror Not having that visual story to tell makes it difficult because night terrors are about the emotion, the feeling. You wake up, you might sit up suddenly, you might even be screaming and you don't know why. You are just terrified. You may have sisters or brothers or even children that you know who wake up with these night terrors. You are utterly terrified. Fear is the prevalent emotion. That's all you're thinking about. There's some sleep lab studies that have shown that people who are troubled by night terrors have a certain pattern of sleep unlike most people. They wake right out of stage 4 sleep without that slow gradual process of going back through the stages like most people. And this can even happen 4 or 5 times a night. You may not have the night terrors each time, but this creates a lot of exhaustion for the person because they're not getting restful sleep whether they have the night terrors or not. And anxiety can cause people to have night terrors as well. And this is seen with the patterns of waking and sleeping also. And night terrors might even end up causing sleepwalking or other harmful behavior during sleep, like even hurting themselves or hurting someone else while they're asleep. So if you're having night terrors that are creating problems in your life like this, getting help from a therapist is really important. So that you're not creating harmful situations. Now nightmares are far more common than night terrors. And I would bet that everyone who's listening has had at least one nightmare in their life. Even if they don't fully remember it. Probably more than one. I have had many, many nightmares through my life. Studies even say that one in 20 people have a nightmare once a week. Wow. The main emotion associated with nightmares is fear. It's like a night terror. But you can also in a nightmare have horror, have shame, have guilt, and other negative emotions as well. There is a lot of truth to the idea that watching scary shit on a movie, or a TV show, or reading that scary book can replace scenes very similar in your dreams. So if you are struggling with nightmares and you can't find a way to make them stop, look at what you're putting into your subconscious, seriously. I love creepy things myself, but even as creepy and macabre as I am, or people think I am, there are certain things that even I will not watch, because I know for myself, it will create problems in my dreams. I don't want to put certain things into my brain. I have to be very careful about demon possession movies and shows. I, I just don't want to spend my free time watching demons and evil entities possessing people or buildings or items when that's what I actually deal with in my waking life a lot. The things I've dealt with while awake is enough to create nightmares and have created nightmares. So it is not what I choose for recreation. I don't judge other people who do that, but for myself, I get enough of that in real life. I don't have to watch it for my fun relaxation time, if that makes sense. I can watch Psycho but not the exorcist sort of thing. I can watch sci-fi and fantasy and out there things, but anything that's very true to life demons is just not something that I do. So what else might cause nightmares? Remember when your mama said don't eat certain things at food certain foods at night because it's going to give you nightmares? There is actually truth in that. Heavy, rich foods, things that just sit in your stomach like a block of cheese you melted on your late night nachos yeah those nachos could give you nightmares also detoxing from things like alcohol or drugs or smoking or even medications can cause nightmares if you've been taking sleeping pills for a while and you get off of those even that is enough to cause nightmares and from my own experience even detoxing from food Can create nightmares. I have had terrible nightmares when I decided to get off of gluten and dairy and soy and corn all at the same time and my body craved all that stuff especially dairy. It was really rough. I have been eating like a mad woman during this pandemic and I know I needed to detox again and get off of it but I am NOT looking forward to that. Some dreams may not even appear scary, but there's a foreboding sense of not being able to get away from whatever's lurking just beyond what can be seen. And so some say that this could be a reaction to sleep paralysis that I talked about in an earlier episode. So there's a lot of different things that come into play that are possibilities for creating nightmares. Now, sleep paralysis is our body's way of keeping us safe during sleep, but sometimes we're aware of it and it can cause nightmares. So a lot of times if you can just relax within the dream, take a deep breath, stop struggling, stop trying to move, the fear goes away and the dream just begins to happen as a nice dream. Here's a candle sleep spell that I found on Pinterest from WitchesCauldron.us. You take a white household candle and you light it without a word. Then you walk counterclockwise around your bedroom three times. As you do this, project simple protective phrases into the walls, the floors, and the windows such as keep me safe and other things that are very simple. You next walk clockwise three times in silence, meditating on positive, restful phrases. Finally, blow out your candle, whisper the word sleep, and turn in for the night. This spell doesn't need to be repeated to continue working. All you need to do is light the candle for just a few moments each night after this, and then whisper sleep again before getting into bed. When the candle is completely spent, repeat the original spell with a new white candle. Pretty much every book you read, or expert on dreams are going to tell you the best way to deal with a nightmare is to actually face whatever you're terrified of. That's the advice you see all the time. So whether they believe in interpreting dreams or not, that's what you'll probably hear. So the first step is for you to realize that you are dreaming or in a nightmare, and that may take some preparation and practice if it's not something you regularly do. We've mentioned lucid dreaming several times this month, and that's what we're talking about now. I am often aware that I am in a dream, while I'm dreaming and I could even put myself into a lucid dreaming state if I want to. So there are some tips to help you recognize you're in a dream or a nightmare for those of you that have trouble with this. Often just by asking yourself, am I dreaming? And looking around, you'll note that it's not reality. You'll see something that's just not quite right. So once you realize you're dreaming, it is not real life, that a monstrosity is not actually chasing you or you aren't actually lost in the woods with something chasing you there. You then stop, you turn, you face whatever is creating the fear. And you could even start by asking it questions. Why are you chasing me? What did I do to make you want to hurt me? And if you need to, fight it. Grab something around you and be aggressive. Face it and fight back. In the book, Everyday Magic by Dorothy Morrison, she gives advice on preventing nightmares through using an egg. You wash an egg in cold water, and then with a pencil, you write the name of the person who is having the nightmares. Put the egg in a dish and put it on a nightstand near the sleeping person. If the egg cracks or breaks, flush it down the toilet. Repeat this spell until the egg stays intact for seven days. And flush the remaining egg. Anxiety and stress of the day creates nightmares, too. Dr. Keith Hearn believes that 96% of nightmares are caused by anxiety during your waking hours that you bring into your sleep state. And psychology today tells me that people with borderline personality disorder have more nightmares than others. Great. Now, interpreting your nightmares and figuring out what message you're being given, again, comes down to the symbols in the nightmare. And a dream journal comes to the rescue. For example, maybe you keep dreaming that you're buried alive. You try and try to dig out, but the dirt is just covering you. You're being suffocated scary, right? And the same person might then look at their life and say, "Mm, I am under a huge deadline at work. I am super anxious about getting everything done on time. My kids are in sports and my husband wants to plan a vacation and my mom keeps calling me for advice and I am so overwhelmed. Could that possibly be? What the symbolic burying alive could be trying to make you see. From Crone's Book of Magical Words by Valerie Worth Against Evil Dreams the nightmare will toss its cold black mane and gallop on ebony hoofs from your pillow away as far as the moon if you say thou evil thing of darkness born of tail and wing and snout and horn fly from me from now till morn then think of the fire that burns by day Sun in his glistening chariot, drawn by foam-white stallions out of the sea. I've really enjoyed this month talking about sleep magic and dreams. Thank you for joining me. I want to end our time this month with a sleep spell. I found this on Pinterest. I don't know who wrote it. Didn't have anyone's name on it. If you know, please let me know. Sleep spell. By this candle I do sleep, hidden from the day in the night so deep. Oh, Lady Moon, guide my dreams. Cover me with your beautiful beams. As the candle flame dies, please close my eyes. Allow me to wake in the warmth of the sun. Y'all be blessed. thank you all for listening to bell book and candle you can follow mella on instagram and facebook at bell book candle sc that's bell b-e-l-l-e or become a patron at patreon.com forward slash bell book candle